0: Governor, great to be back here, baby. Yeah, oh.
1: that was a bit of an Austin Powers. It, it was a little bit.
0: It went from
2: Birmingham Git to uh, Austin Powers. Birmingham. How are you, Jason? Very well indeed. Stayed up to watch the hockey ruse. A bit disappointed to, in the result, but uh, it was great to see. At least, at least they managed to get one in. But it was 19 seconds left on the clock, which was a bit of a shame. That's all right. Left there on late.
1: You're on the sports desk on Sin <laughs> on your Monday. Arvo. James, Michael, and Jason. Here to bring you all the good and <laughs> bad sports news of the weekend that's, cut, that had, that's happened. No uglies. Uh, no, well, uh, I mean, you yeah, know, if yeah. you dig
0: deep enough, yeah, 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 <laughs> I'm you sure you could dig deep. You.
1: Um, <laughs> lots of gold medals going on in the Comm Games, Oof. Aussie Diamonds, uh, Ladies cricket, ladies cricket. Shush! Everything's gone. Beach volleyball, beach volleyball. Don't mind. Lawn bowls.
2: (laughs) I went home (laughs) after last week to watch a bit of that. Did you find out about the result? I did not. Did you? Yes, I did. I'll talk about that a little bit later on, though, Michael. Because we're we're already aware of the result (laughs) because we we revealed it to Sam on Friday. So this is actually going to be news to Jim and only Jim.
0: It will be. It will uh, be. I, don't know. I'm Jeez, I don't know he's, he's, he's getting very what?
2: anxious now that mentioned it. I'm shaking in my boots. <laughs> but uh, just keep in mind, we're only specifically talking about the one that he was bigging up
1: last week. Oh yeah. Yes. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Yes. Oh uh, wow. Okay. Oof, I can panic. <laughs> uh, <bit> of- <laughs> uh, quick news wrap up of the weekend. Premier League is back in England, and a, a lot of a lot of. Uh, football leagues around the world Mm -hmm. kicking off Erling Haaland uh, Manchester City's latest signing bagging two goals against West Ham overnight shock loss for Manchester United in their opening home game of the season going down to Brighton Hove Alvion 2-1 Tottenham Hotspur beating Southampton 4 goals to 1 and then Fulham taking up oh, Liverpool 2 all at Craven Cottage. So, craven yeah, on on you, Cottage. you, uh, well, You know craven what, that.
0: lots
1: of... Craven a bit of Premier League, and I certainly got my fix. Uh, and around the other leagues as well, very, very quickly, uh, Borussia Dortmund opened up this season against Bayer Leverkusen with a 1-0 win, and Bayern Munich went away to Frankfurt, beating them 6-1. Uh, first goal into Joshua Kimmich, when, funnily enough, the commentators nor the telecast could see the ball going to the net due to the amount of flares that were ripped from the uh, (laughs) Munich and Ultras. (laughs) So all you heard was Joshua Kimmich, (laughs) oh my God, what a goal from a free kick. So no one knows how it went in. If it went in, but we're just trusting the commentator. They won six-one. Uh, lots have been happening as well in the French league. Messi scoring a bicycle kick in the opening home, opening away game of the season versus Clermont, then winning five-nil. Uh, going back a bit to you know grassroots and the home uh, home rugged. front, uh, Carlton beating Melbourne in a very very tight finish. Uh, Classy is always, as they say. The pie's getting around that. You just said Carlton, James. It's sorry, Collingwood. Collingwood. My, I'm sorry. I'm wow. Oh. <laughs> Collingwood beating uh, Melbourne by seven points. And we had another show. We were loss also there, the, weren't we, Jim? We both work? of we, you were um, at that I game. We'll we 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 were were talk were, about, we about, we about, about it later. 70,000 people, if you don't mind. That was great. It's a great atmosphere. Bars were well, very packed. Brisbane Lions. Holding up against Carlton, yeah, uh, result, needing one. one more win to end the season, and they're facing both first and second in, or well, no, second and third in the next two weeks. Pressure on them. Josh Kennedy playing oh, his last match, kicking eight song. goals to. <laughs> An absolute machine, but the Eagles going uh, away just short of 16 points. To the That's Adelaide disappointing. Crotch. Can
0: yeah. I just say, quick news update on this game? <laughs> Was uh, someone from some of one of those really cheap, ridiculous uh, clothing uh, stores where you go and design your own shirt online and you print it out? Yep. Oh, yes, they. They made these Josh Kennedy um, 17 this, t-shirts, yes. <laughs> and they put the wrong Josh Kennedy on his head. They had the they had the West Coast jumper, and they used Josh. I think it's Josh P Kennedy from yeah. from Sydney, and they put his face all over it. So, That's so uh, arguably, is the better looking Josh Kennedy. So maybe it wasn't correct. the biggest mistake. Maybe it was deliberate. But gee whiz,
1: <laughs> boy oh boy, Jeez, and can't in will uh, very, very quickly as well on the uh, also the home front. Hey, hello. Olives are sweet at Subway. Are they really? They are. Yeah. Tried them today, first time, oh, and I was wow. like, oh, they're rather sweet. Gee, and that's I just, a big news story. That one. It's, it's it's a massive story. And I'm really, really that channel, privileged like. to break it. Yeah, take yeah, cop that. Channel Seven. <laughs> I've, um, I've got a little bit of news as well, Jimmy Boy. For it. Uh,
0: NFL, all those fans out there, preseason has kicked off, and the Las Vegas Raiders. I don't know if you gents know much about them, but they have got one of the craziest fan bases. Like they dress up as Vikings, and they they you know black and white paint. I mean, I, th- how is you...
2: that the case considering there is the Minnesota Vikings?
0: Yeah, I, th- th- this is NFL, and, and are you saying this? Oh, yes, you're right. There is there is those Raiders, there's Vikings, there's there's Pillages I'm sure as well. <laughs>
1: There's the, uh, what are they called? The Commanders? Yeah, that's right. The yep. Commanders, are they, are they the,
0: Yeah, the Commanders, are they Washington now? Yeah, I they think are, they, they, they had are the, the old... We thank are God, Commanders. Got, thank God they got rid of the old name. Oh, no, um, right. the, the Raiders, yeah, black and white. So I reckon they give Collingwood supporters a run for their money. That's saying a lot. <laughs> no. They defeated the Jacksonville Jaguars, or the Jaguars, oh, as the American oh, Jaguars, in aluminum. Um, they won Las Vegas 27-11, to 11, if you don't mind. And their stadium over there in America... If you don't know it, do yourself a favour and Google it. It's one of the nice ones. unbelievable. All that gambling money, James, you know, clearly goes to the right places. So Gamble very, responsibly. Very Van Gamble responsibly. Thank you very much. There's the disclaimer. Uh, in some other news, Nick Kyrgios ends his title drought with a City Open victory in the build-up to the US Open. So he wins his first APT Tour title in three years. I think his last one was in Acapulco, and he had a big Mexican sombrero on with his trophy. But this oh, time man, around, yeah. he was very chill wearing His his, uh, red cap there, and he beat uh, Yoshitiko uh, Nishikura uh, 6 4 6 3, and uh, that was in Washington as well. So he actually had the crowd on side in this game, which uh, is something that you don't always say about Nick. But uh, winning in straight sets, he did very, very nicely. Only took him 81 minutes uh, to defeat his opponent, and he held serve 64 times throughout the tournament without being broken. So this is a good lead up into the US Open, as we mentioned. So, um, yeah, it's the first time since he won in Washington in 2019. So, very good victory by our man, Nick Curios.
1: I love it. We're going to take our first break of the day. We're going to go to a bit of Picker Palace here with a bit of Anthony McDonald's and Tim playing footy. Oh, yeah, we love it. Anthony the thing. Hey. Anthony Damn it! Kick the thing, James. Oh, oh, my, oh whoa, 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 whoa. I geez. am exhausted. I miss McDonald,
2: Tippin' Woody whoa, so much. Whoa, 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 but good on Pickett oh. Palace for that incredible hit.
1: It was either that or Richo, and I really feel like that we chose the better song.
2: <laughs> we did. We certainly did. Oh, I'm exhausted. <laughs> I miss him so much, James. Take Same. Oh, I miss him so such much. A M T as good
1: as you can be. That's right. Well, on the Sports Desk on scene, if you just didn't know what's happened, uh, we're playing a bit of Pika Palace there with AMT. Uh, now, we're going to move on a bit of uh, football, the uh, oval sport, the uh, the possum skin, the cowhide, uh, uh, yes, the mungrook. Cow the the, uh, <laughs> what did you say, cow? The cowhide? Cowhide. I've heard that one. Oh, I like it. See, I like got it. it. Yeah, very good. Uh, all right, first game of the round. We had, I don't look... Oh, mate. Oh, mate. <laughs> oh, now, look, this is big call. Big call, boys. But hear me out. Game of the Year. Uh, you have no argument for me. Game of the Year. No
0: argument for me. That
1: this, was unreal. This, without a doubt, was the greatest game of footy this league has seen, I reckon, in the last two years.
0: The last two I, years? I th- wow. Look, Game of
1: the Year, without a doubt, this year. Yes, definitely. It's debatable with the last two years, but this is one of the best games of footy <sighs> I've ever watched live.
0: And we were... We had the privilege to be Damn. there. And Sam was there as well. So I wasn't. I we've was editing a, of... a podcast for another sixth yes, well. show. <laughs>
2: well, you know, a, but I did catch the final quarter and I did
1: record it. I've got to still watch it back, but I've been very busy. I, for uh, just for that. Let, I, let, I was baffled as to how good this game was. Yeah. Melbourne turned the Jets on. They played incredible footy. Like oh, their, yes. their ball movement and their attacking pressure. Oh, my God. Jeez. I don't. I look. That's the footy that second and third can play. Mm. One of my mates who I was with uh, said into my ear, he's like, Hey, if this is what second and third are like, imagine what Geelong are like. <laughs> like, <laughs> imagine what, you know what I mean? Like, oh, ima- yeah, like total. if this is second and the third, but Geelong are miles ahead of both teams, imagine what they're like to see live. Because that was, I was just mm. baffled as to That's how good really this game was. Point. Um, I don't want to be braggadocious, gentlemen. Braggadocious? But
2: f- I don't normally do this because, again, I'm not part of the tipping competition that goes on here at the sports desk. But on Friday, Michael, I think you might be needing to refresh your memory here. But when we did our tips for that game, oh what did you tip again? Oh, well, I, I tipped the Ds. What did Sam oh, tip? God.
0: I think he may have tipped the Ds. Can you
2: directly quote what I said immediately following that on Friday? Think you may have tipped the pies. I said. <laughs> I said, "Colin and I are going to lose a game at some point." but it won't be that night. Yes. Don't I sound like wow, a bloody genius he right comes now? comes into the studio dressed hey, in red. you know what? I'm just quietly... Black and white,
0: look at him. I, <laughs> I'm quietly I, I, saying I genuinely that. I do. Him. We he, have the camera in here. Yeah, he I'll has black and white on. Hey, my,
1: look, my to my be gosh, fair... And a couple I, of missing
0: I, teeth, James. Uh, and and, and some <laughs> uh, <and, and>, <laughs> uh, missing teeth. Don't
1: have... No, nah, uh, that's incorrect. That's right. molars. this is a massive game for both teams. And look, Disposal get us top five. We're all Melbourne. big numbers. Clayton Oliver, 42 touches, track 36, and Andy Brayshaw back in his season up, which Ooh, is probably one of yeah, his best seasons in years. Really good. With 32, Maxi gone. Imagine a centre getting 31 touches. Cool. Nick Dakos also got some leather poisoning with 31 touches as well. Jack Viney with 30, and that wraps up the 30 touches. Mark, uh, you know, group the uh, little heard of people with over thirty touches, um, goal kickers as well. We had, well, we had, we had a few, didn't we? Yeah, uh, just a few. Jamie Elliott <laughs> and Ash Johnson were both four straight. Where's, where's this guy come from? My God, out of nowhere. And you know what? Wow. He wasn't. Me- I remember t- telling you boys the other, the other week. Him being the medics sub was ridiculous. Getting him onto the field and making him play. I do f- recall this. Yes, this was incredibly smart by fly. Um, look great match. Uh, Bailey Fritch getting two, Brady Majcek getting two, Ben Brown also with two goals and then a lot of individual goal kickers as well. The score line was 13-11 to 15-6. This is one of the most accurate kicking yeah. displays I've seen this year. And Colin could have done that more I, than once this year. I think I they
2: very accurate.
0: Yeah, I think they kicked the first 7 like straight yeah, without yeah. missing. So I mean that's that's extraordinary. If we, Limited inside 50s too, so they really capitalized on their efficiency.
1: Absolutely. And look, if we go to the Worm, you, you, you boys I know I love, love the Worm. The if anyone knows me, I love the oh, Worm. Love the good word. Um, Collingwood didn't lead from the first goal of the game to the last quarter. Melbourne were up, Melbourne were up by... 22 points at one stage. It was it was looking grim. It was looking very good. They went into the half 10-7 to eight goals, two, uh, And then they were only down by eight points in the first term as well. Uh, look, it was a bit of a tight affair as well. Yeah. Three-quarter time, finishing 11-11 to 11 goals, four. Mm, yeah, uh, not much in it either with that. And then, for some reason, Collingwood decided to start playing good footy. <laughs> and as they do in Collingwood fashion, they got the dub. Jack Crisp, one of the best games I've seen him play. Yes.
0: He's so consistent. He just doesn't miss footy. I think he's, he's on some crazy record at the moment. I I, I know Jim Steins. He's played over 140 games, I think it is,
1: consecutively for Collingwood.
0: And I think, I think Jim Steins has the all time record, which is very ironic considering the game. On Friday night was named after him the Reach Foundation game. as right. we know, Reach Foundation helping out youth children. Uh he, he helped set up that um foundation. So it, it's a great game that always seems to happen. Um, you know, these two teams playing twice a year. It's it's just fantastic to see. Um and both of our for very noble causes absolutely. Uh, and hit very deep with both clubs. Absolutely. And and jack and Jack Crisp, as you mentioned there, you know, it's um such a such a heart and soul play for Collingwood. And it, it's gotta be said, gents, you know, there's 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 a lot of hard and soul players out there, but when during the week it was it was mentioned that and I think it was actually Friday, it could have been Friday where Ed Langdon he jumps on radio. He he usually is pretty softly spoken, he's pretty well respected, but he oh, mentioned I, I something about the pies being a one trick pony. Um, what was it all duck no dinner, Some, yep. something along those lines. And we talk about hard and soul players. Braden Maynard, one of the hardest players <laughs> in the comp. He
1: loves this. He, he loves He it had his time. opportunity
0: Ed Langdon at the ball very early on. We're only talking, Jimmy, probably the first two minutes of the game. Absolutely pole-axes Ed Langdon, and it was on for young and old. And that's what got we it. love to see. Yeah, the crowd were going bananas. It. If you haven't seen the replay, go back and watch it, Jimmy. That was a Which big I'm going to need to do. I'm <laughs> You're going to have to
1: do it, it for sure. But but one, that's a big moment. One thing, very quickly before we move to the next game, mm. one thing I really didn't like from Melbourne was how they were picking on the young boys from Collingwood.
0: Yeah.
1: Really kind of was grinding my like, gears, being wow. like Well just off the ball and- Yeah, I mean like they were they were getting stuck into Nick Dacos as they always do. Um, I think we may getting, have started that trend. He was <laughs> <laughs> He was getting tackled it's quite not, aggressively and it was like my, both my mates are Collingwood and we're both yeah. saying it and we all agreed. We're like when when you're, you know, in your late twenties to mid thirties and you're pole driving a an 18, 19 year old into the ground because it you know, I oh, I wanna make myself look tough. Like come on man. Like I don't, I just don't think it's in the spirit of the game when you do that. Like yeah, fair enough if yeah, you're someone similar ages and whatnot, and the him. way they pick on Guinea as well in his second year. I just look, I think that Collingwood deserved the win in the yeah. way that they play. They played good oh, footy. Definitely. They played, they, they played just footy. They didn't do anything else but that. And I was very impressed. They'll take this dub. They play Swans next week. Oh, that's a big that's the game that I see this them losing. Some, some, I was thinking
2: on the, on the preface yeah, of that as well. That,
1: that was my theory. I couldn't see them lose. That's why I tipped them. They That's weren't losing team, against Melbourne. Me. No way. They're going to lose against Sydney. High and they're going to the knock Carlton. Ch- the two geniuses in the room. They're going to knock go, Carlton gentleman. out of the eight in the last <laughs> round in, with absolute fireworks. I cannot wait for this game yeah. so to see Carlton get knocked out of the eight and choke oh. a finals chance that was in their hand. I was uh, I was teasing last <laughs> week, James, call. that I had a theory that I presented
2: on this show not too long ago that I was going to modify it. And I think you're on the right track there, James. But we'll yeah. get to the Saturday game. You're going to keep teasing out your theory. I will tease it out until we get to the right... I'll get We'll get it to the right game. Got to get it to the right game. We've got to go through Saturday. Unfortunately, I was too busy filming Division 1 of the NFNL, uh, McLeod versus uh, West Preston Lakeside. They were, McLeod Shout out, added, out. Yep, McLeod uh, defeated uh, Preston Lakeside by a single solitary point. It was an exciting game to film, but uh, while that was happening, there was a few... Uh, yeah, well, it wasn't fun for us, was
1: it? <laughs> I was probably better to be at local footy, the NFNL. Well, look, i tell you what was... Better than local footy this game Hawthorne versus Gold Coast. Uh, So much finals (laughs) (laughs) in this. I've seen it. So, mate, title race. Hawks coming up seven point victors. uh, Ten goals, ten played, eight goals, fifteen. God, what a shocking kicking performance by the Suns. Oh, again, themselves out of it. Yeah, this is this is not something Stuart you will be happy about. I don't think he'd be eating his meat pie and uh, and sauce very happily after this game. Pie floater. Don't you know what? (laughs) I didn't say it because he's not from Adelaide. Oh, you got it! Oh, this, yeah. I saw it TikTok during the week, oh, yeah. and I and I, and oh, I, 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 did, I sent it straight did. to the chat, and I said, I can't, I can't deal with this. Oh, can, can you explain it, it for our audience? You know, what an and if you haven't had a pie it had this big bone of meat in the middle of the pie, yeah. and I'm just like. <laughs> what?
2: <laughs> and then the gravy
1: ratio was just <laughs> off. It was off in this whack. little, like, oh. teaspoon of gravy and it's like, Spare mate, me. if you're going to do that, do it properly. Yeah. Not that I've had one and not that I'd never, ever eat one. And Not that I'd be forced to eat one or be paid an X amount of money to <laughs> eat one because that thing is just nuts. Oh. And
2: that is the sports desk's in-depth analysis of Hawthorne versus Gold Coast. Uh,
0: and we're fueling we're fueling TikTokers, Jimmy, clearly. 100%. <laughs> that old, that Next old, match.
1: Word. My heart. God, yeah, this was, uh, this was not a Fun one. This is a bit of a reverse numbers. Here we go. Ninety six to sixty nine. How about that oh, one? How about uh, nice. Giants getting up 20 27 point victors against the Dons. I'm never God, trusting you with tipping ever again. I was thinking about that. What did you say? Did we, he we, he were talk-
0: we, we were just so confident that I, we were going to win this comfortably okay. and I mean,
1: we, I, look I and, I, I and we, I we lured
2: you into a false sense of reality Yeah,
1: a false sense of
2: security <laughs> 100% in reality I was knowledge. saying the giants we don't have a good record oh. against them especially mm. at spotless or, or a giant stadium as it's called now and uh, we play very flat against them and, and we've had a track record in that
1: yeah, they, no, they, they seem good. to be
2: a bogey team I, I feel like most seasons they like been, a, we S- might
1: everyone's yeah. us and bogey team at the moment <laughs> um 14 <laughs> goals 12 to 10 <laughs> goals 9 it's individual goal kickers. We had Jesse Hogan with four goals, two. Mm-hmm. Matt Gruffey with four goals, one. Toby Green and two-meter Peter all with two goals. Touch getters. We had Lockie Whitfield with 29, Darcy Parrish with 28, Callum Ward with 25, and Sam Durham 23. Also with Harry Himmelberg and Harry Perriman. Next game, because <laughs> right. that's just unavoidable. Well, well, well,
0: look. Let's just put it this way. Right. Spike. He put it on the agenda. He said to his players, "We checked out." Um, he mentioned he put eight players on the agenda that played like they were inspired, and then another 14 that pretty much he didn't mention, but we all knew who were in the headlights. And, you know, credit to GWS. They backed up those words. They backed up those words, and clearly it had a good effect because sometimes it can have quite a negative effect. Um, So, you know, credit to them. It's just a shame that, you know, there's two Essendon legends in the wrong uh, coach's box.
1: Three. Three, there Three. you go. Dean yes. Solomon yeah, as well. Paul Solomon, I thought.
0: Dean. Dean. Solomon. Dean oh, yeah, 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 that's right. <laughs> uh, next game, <laughs> this is
1: a bit of an upset. I, I didn't expect this to happen, even though I tipped it. Uh, Western Bulldogs and Fremantle. Fremantle were getting the dub by 17 points. Uh, 11 goals, 12, played 14 goals, 11. Wow. At Marvel. What a disappointment for the Dogs. Dogs, yeah, that, that'd be kicking really themselves. Really disappointing. The really? Docker's going into Monday's, uh, Monday's last farewell. Yes. This is, uh, this is painting a very nice fairy tale for them. They're currently sitting in sixth on 54 points. A win ahead of, a win in, Two points, basically, ahead of Carlton. So their finals are pretty Ooh, much wrapped yeah, up. If like, they can, if they can get a dub next week against West, Coast. Um, against West Coast, which I think they should in the derby.
2: And if they get that win, are they going to get a home final out of that?
1: I don't. Potentially, Ooh, potentially. So if they right. if they, they lock up fifth. sixth, if they lock up sixth place, mm. they lock it up. What about because fifth? Fifth versus eighth, eighth sixth and place, sixth seven. versus seventh. Yeah. yeah. So fifth so or sixth, either, either way, they'll yep. be taking a home final. Okay, and I good. think that right. I think that with with that and obviously playing in west western australia that a home fine regardless of where it is is a massive advantage. Oh, big time. Um, That's d-
2: that'll make him create a bit of damage.
1: Oh, without a doubt. That'll create chaos. Um, they- they, they, they've exceeded
0: expectations in my mind for I think so. They, they've, they've had a very flat patch probably the last, oh, I'd say, four weeks. Like They that- haven't played all that well, but they've they've upset some big teams like Geelong at home, um, Brisbane at home for them, but they've they've just done extremely well this season. And this was a game where they... They easily could have lost this. The dogs are in some good form. They bet the D's a couple of weeks ago, and yes. they were looking, you know, really good. But yeah, They're playing good
1: footy. Credit, credit. I'm very team. impressed. What are the stats, Jimmy? All right. righty. Touch getters for this game. Uh, we had a we had a decent few. I think credit to all the Dockers players. They really did step up. Uh, Josh Dunkley getting thirty two. Uh, man. Luke Ryan with uh, sure. also also thirty two touches. Baz Lenka with thirty. Jack McRae. With 29, Liber with 28, Clark, Jordan Clark from, uh, X, X Geelong Man with 26 touches, Caleb wrong nice. with 24, and, uh, Heath Chapman with 24 as well. Goal kickers for these guys, um, we had Roy Log with four goals, two, Matty Frederick with two, three goals, uh, Zip, Matt up with two goals, one. Uh, Cody Waitman with three goals. Astronaut with three goals. And Dunkley, Josh Bruce, Tim English, and Bailey Smith, and Vandermeer with one goal. Jamara Yugal Hagen struggling yet again in a yeah. season that I don't think he'll say it's a pass for him with zero goals, three. Wow. Uh, 12 yeah. touches. His heat map basically just paid up the, uh, right, right forward <laughs> pocket and up to the <laughs> flank. So if he's not kicking goals, mate, jeez. Mate, yeah. And, and he missed some easy ones too. Well, it, he, gettable goals. He definitely
0: missed some gettable For goals sure. there. So, so that 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 hurts him. Um, yeah, I think I think Bulldogs next week against GWS. That's their final. I mean, if they lose that, they're not making
1: it. Well, at the moment they're sitting six points out of the eight. What's so the they fans? they need they need to win two straight. They need, straight. To both, they need don't a don't Richmond they? to lose they need to they need to kill to lose as well. They can basically just say their finals are done and dusted because yeah, I don't I don't, I don't see them round. yeah again like in I don't, Tasmania. I don't see Tough. Richmond play Hawthorne next week. I don't Ooh. I don't see these teams getting wins. I don't see Hawthorne making it in there. I don't see uh, Western Bulldogs making it in the at, at all. Um but look, next week we've got some massive, massive matchups. But um Sam Darcy, first game, Jimmy. I really liked yeah, him. It. They played him in the back
0: line, which mm-hmm. I thought was a little bit interesting, <laughs> considering I think he was drafted as a forward. But I suppose they just wanted him to, you know, as they say, have a lick of the ice cream, take some good marks, and and he lick just the looks. Like Who the heck says that? Oh, a few people what, say what, it. What's the only people that want ice cream?
1: Is it what? what else is, is? lick of the ice cream. It's something else, isn't it? Taste of the cherry, that's it. Taste of the cherry. Taste
0: of the cherry. I'll tell you what it yeah. is, though. He's, he's a chip off the old block. I mean, he plays, doesn't play quite like his dad because his dad was a midfielder. But i tell you what, he, he he just looks like a natural footballer. Sam Darcy, so I think a lot of Bulldogs fans like what they saw on the weekend, and he took some really nice uh, nice marks in the back line, got some easy possessions, so that's good to see, um, and hopefully he develops into a nice key forward eventually and takes a little bit shorter of a time than some of the other
1: key forwards in the game, which we'll talk about later, but yeah, very good win by the Dockers. That wraps up kind of our first little segment of the show with uh, doing a bit of AFL. After this, we'll be back with a bit more AFL, a bit of com games, a bit of football, a bit of whatnot, a bit of this, a bit of that, a bit of uh, lawn bowls, a bit of uh, sixth division uh, snookering. Yes, selling fake doors. 100%. We're going to go to a bit of Lime Cordial now. We all love this here at the Sports Desk. This is their new song, Country Club. You're on the Sports Desk, once in. Country
2: Club here on the Sports
1: Desk. On Sin, here on your radio
2: 90.7 FM DAB Plus Digital, or from iHeartRadio. I'm Jason and James has left the building, he, Michael.
0: He has popped out. He he is well and truly checked out. A little bit like GWS last week, but they got the result. <laughs> How is
2: that the case? They got oh the my W God. in
0: that. I, I know, though. Well, they got the W this week, but they were very disappointing last week. But uh, we are talking about AFL. Uh, Continuing the conversation, there's still a bit more of a round to cover. There is a bit more of the round to cover. And look, to be honest with you, um, Commonwealth Games has been some big results in that. So we are gonna we are gonna wrap up the games pretty quickly. This was this was wrapped up. This game we're about to mention very very. early. Early on in the piece, the Geelong cats up against St Kilda. This was down at GMHBA Stadium on a Saturday
2: night. Gosh, Jason, don't they get around their footy in Geelong? My was, hat. I'm, I'm slightly oh. disappointed. James is not here to comment on St Kilda's loss to Geelong in this yeah, particular instance. He, he he gets that passionate, has doesn't just he? sealed St Kilda's season. It does. It does. And
0: look, you know. St. Kilda had a really good start of the year. I think they may have even been, you know, in the top four at one point, you know, going along very nicely, but they, they have been really disappointing since then. Obviously, Geelong are a seriously talented, uh, lineup. And talk about the flex from Geelong. I mean, they, <laughs> they said to Mark Blitzovs, hey, have a rest just before the bounce. They say to Paddy Dangerfield in a warm-up, hey, mate, you're looking a little bit proppy. Let's get you out of the lineup as well. And obviously, Joel Selwood is still out. So, you know, just flexing their muscle. All the personnel that they did have in for this game, they played exceptionally well. And, you know, they did exactly what they needed to do. A couple of the uh, leading goal kickers in this one, uh, Tom Hawkins, another three goals if you don't mind. This guy could play until he's 40. Easily, Isaac Smith, very nice, couple of goals, and uh, Jeremy Cameron with two. Uh, and on the Saints side of things, Jack Higgins popped up with two, and so did Tim Membry. And in the disposal count, let's have a look at this, because the Saints led um, with uh, Brad Crouch 28, Brad Hill 26. But this is the most impressive part for me, Jace, is that Geelong, they have such an even Distribution of ball getters. Sam Menangola, 25. Brandon Puffit, 25. Max Holmes, who has been a really big find for Geelong as well. He's playing extremely good football. 24 disposals. So there's a lot of evenness in Geelong's disposal getters, and they play good system. They're just, you know, a very well-rounded side at the moment. So Cats by 45 points, 110 to 65. So very easy win in the end, Jason. It's only
2: academic, no further comment from me. While you were probably watching that game, I was sitting at home watching Connor Rosie. Take a good hanger Ooh, in Port Adelaide versus nice Richmond. Glass of but it was a comfortable win for Richmond. 16 13 109 defeating Port Adelaide at Adelaide Oval 10 11 71. I would have to. I'm going to go
0: to the big call here. Uh, Shy Bolton's one of the hardest players to play on in the competition right now. That's a good call. He's a seriously good player. He just. Once he refines his accuracy in front of goal because he gets a lot of opportunities just because he he outruns every player that he's on, he's incredibly nimble at at ground level, Um, he's got all the tricks in the book, he can can show the candy, he's got that little bit of arrogance Um, no, he's currently Richmond's best player without a doubt and he just continues to get better week in, week out and he will demand a big contract very soon, there's absolutely no question about that. He bobbed up with 17 disposals but it is the quality of disposal that he's getting him, that that really does make him stand out for the rest. He kicked four goals, five, so he easily could have kicked six or seven on the night. So once he you know, tidies that, up that, that part That is a of common occurrence,
2: a uh, good point you're making there. It was interesting. Port Adelaide did have a few opportunities too in the third quarter, I would say, Port Adelaide to nail a few, and they weren't they did. accurate.
0: Well, I would I would say now, Jason, that that's their season over. Uh, Port Adelaide—they've been pushing pretty hard all season. Their second half of the year has been extremely good, but if you if you lose Bad lose start. the first six or seven, whatever it was, um, that does not help your cause. And they've had to chase tail pretty much all of this season. They That have to be one of the biggest disappointments of the season. We can't shy away from the fact that they got absolutely shown up in a preliminary, a home preliminary final after that playing free. <laughs> it was <laughs> that was such a fun watch. I'm just, I'm just, I just
2: my mind just went back to September. 11th. Last year, and how much fun that was! Oh, and they
0: were on their high horse too. One of I- their ex-players, Alapati Carlisle, one of the best <laughs> names in the competition back in the day. He, I think, he was booking tickets for for Brisbane for that grand final <laughs> or Perth, wherever it was. Oh, and dear, it was in Perth. Yeah, no, they went, they went to it, they went too early, and they went very quietly into the night. Didn't I remember they, Jason?
2: deeply wanting. I, I, do want to <laughs> see a Bulldogs win here, and it was. It just felt beyond belief. But then it happened. Like, oh, I'm very happy now. But that was then. This is now. Let's go to Sunday. Sunday. North Melbourne versus Sydney. This is academic. Yes, 18 it is. 18 126 defeating North Melbourne 13 10 88. North Melbourne bound for Wooden Spoon. Actually, I think West Coast are probably more. Yeah, yeah. yeah they look, uh, look, North of. Tough call for Wooden Spoon. Um, North's, North's last six weeks has been really
0: impressive. And to be honest, I, I look at this game and I go, you know, if North weren't playing the Sydney Swans, I reckon they would have bet most teams on this round. I mean. Big Suvalaki, uh, he was fantastic. I think he kicked, what was it, six or seven goals for, for North. So he was, he was extremely impressive. Um, but, you know, North, North played really well. Their pressure around the ball was great. There was, one of their best games of the year, but they didn't get the result. Uh, Nikolaki, to, to confirm, kicked seven goals, if you don't mind. So he's going to be a seriously good talent. If he's playing in better sides, he's probably kicking big bags most weeks, but uh, North's ball use this year hasn't been that good. Uh, Luke Davies' Uniaki was really, really good as well. He He's probably going to win their best and fairest, but we should be talking about the Swans, because they were seriously impressive. Buddy Franklin pops up with another four goals, but again, similar to Geelong, just a really even spread of disposal. Getters, no play over 30 disposals. So, again, just shows that they're really system-based. Uh, they're playing their best footy right now. They're in the top four for a it's reason, Jason. It's general efficiency. It is general efficiency. I think they lock in a f- top four spot. I know there's still a lot to play out. Next week's game against Collingwood's going to be a really big one to define where they finish up. But and, again, I do want to emphasise, I
2: think J- James might be on the right point. He has left the studio again, but he does leave pearls of wisdom <laughs> on his way out. And yes, like, Sydney might be the team that beats Collingwood, Uh, Again, I reckon I maintain Collingwood will lose at least one game. I just don't think it's going to be finals time yet. It might, it might be home and away. But uh, hey, you'd rather be happy than right. Absolutely. So we we'll, we'll always uh, keep the option open that they're going to just ride this all the way through to the yes, finals. My goodness. It's hard to it's believe bad, what they're
0: doing right now. It seriously is. But they are Since just... Since we're
2: talking Collingwood, yes. and now we're about to talk Brisbane versus Carlton at yes. the Gabba, 17-12-114, defeating Carlton 12-9-81. Probably not the most accurate representation of the scoreboard because Carlton put in a pretty poor performance in the first yeah, three Yeah, they quarters. did, though, down by
0: 50 points at one My point.
2: initial theory was, Carlton, were going to make a prelim. That was wow. an original theory. And yeah, I said well, that on this show too. It well, was, Jason at
0: eight and Aiden too. You you absolutely were right. But is is this is this is where you're going to bring out your theory? This is where I'm going to modify. Okay, let's it. Let's go.
2: Carlton aren't going to make the prelim. Collingwood are. Wow. I think Collingwood are going to do it. Wow. There you go. Bit of trading places as the seasons went on. It's a trading place. I think uh, an underdog team is going to make the prelim. I. Did think it was Carlton initially? It's gonna, I reckon it will be Collingwood now. And in fact, actually, I'm going to make this a bit more of a. So yeah, you, on. I'll eat humble pie gladly. Yes, yes, yes. I've got to establish some. Uh, uh, I don't know some name value here on the yes, sport. Yes, Here's what I'm going to say, and I'm going to take a line because I'm a big wrestling fan. I'm going to quote <laughs> Paul. Ha- I'm going to paraphrase <laughs> Paul Heyman, this, okay. uh, the special counsel to the tribal chief Roman Reigns and former advocate for Brock Lesnar. Collingwood are going to make the preliminary final into the camera. Collingwood are going to make the preliminary final for season 2022. That is not a prediction. That is a spoiler. Oh, wow. That's good. You've you've went early on it. Uh, You can go ahead and play the audio after the prelim and say, ah, ha, ha, you got it wrong. (laughs) Gladly. It will make great content.
0: Well, I I still believe they're gonna to make top four, so they probably give themselves the best opportunity to get into a prelim. So it's it's really destiny in their own hands now. So I, I like your prediction there, Jason. And and to be honest, at the start of the season, no one would have predicted it. So it's an incredible maybe within the four walls, but definitely not within the media. So it's also good to see a reassuring effort.
2: win for Brisbane. They wanted it at their fortress at the Gabba and now they're contending again, which is a good sight to see. I wanna see Brisbane do well. Yeah,
0: look, Br- Brisbane just took on took on the game. That that, that was their impressive like four six thirty one behind in, in the first quarter. And probably the biggest headline out of this game is going to be Paddy Cripps. Uh, it was a bit of a late hit. It was a clumsy hit. Uh, he yeah. he was going... It looked like he was going for the ball, but just the way he collected... I think it was Callum Archie, Um Yeah, it, it looked reckless. It looked high. It looked pretty aggressive. And the ball was out of the frame, which often tells you that he's in a bit of trouble. So... A lot of people are saying 2 weeks uh I think it's one of those situations where he could potentially get off, um, but I don't think he will. I think he might miss these two weeks, and he might even miss three potentially.
2: Oh, Jesus! That's it just can go put, either way. To put even more jeopardy on Carlton's finals. Hopes. I know
0: he may not play another game for the year. So, I mean, that's that's the crazy part. Look, I still think, I still quietly think Carlton will make it. I know a lot of people. I know I so people, I I know people are, are tuning him down. Time. They're not playing well. They've got a lot of soldiers out, and I think that. That's worth noting because they base yep. their game on contested football and they're missing some real contestant jets and Paddy Cripps is going to be one of them. So, yes, it, it's, it's a great win for Brisbane because they were, they were under some pressure coming into this. They lose that game against Richmond and it was just a heartbreaker. And Carlton got within 15 points of about five minutes to go and you thought to yourself, gee whiz, can you imagine? 50 points up at three-quarter time and... They go on and win. I mean, it's impossible. But uh, Brisbane, they got all these big clearances. Lockie Neal just said, no, 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 not going to allow it to happen. And uh, a couple of those big clearances, and they blew it out to, to 30 points again. So, incredible win by the Brizzy Lions. And the Gabba, I tell you, the gabbatoire it's starting to become a big fortress for them in 2022.
2: I really like that phrase, the gabbatoire And around to round it all out, we farewell Josh Kennedy for a stellar career at the Eagles. He is one of the icons of the club. Unfortunately, they didn't quite get it done. I wish they did get it done, West Coast. Yeah. Yeah, they got close. But they were defeated by the Adelaide Crows, 13 886
0: plays, 16-602. Too good in the end. Uh, Josh Kennedy, eight goals. Gosh, that's one of the best send-offs you can honestly get. He was just unbelievable. Uh, the next best thing was Darcy Fogarty, who, by the way, he's really starting to establish himself as a as a key pillar there at the forward line for the crows it was a it was a good win by the crows on the road they backed up their great performance from last week beating the blue baggers as we mentioned just before but yeah josh kennedy he missed a very gettable goal in the last couple of minutes that actually would have drawn the scores 90 apiece so if he had kicked it it may have made things a little bit more interesting but regardless they they did a great send-off they do they do send-offs really well in the west but this is one of the greatest forwards of all time. I mean, 700-plus goals. You don't do that
2: In by too. Actually, he was around for that transition where it You're became right. less more full forward and more position-based, and you know, full forward has now become the key forward, I guess. You're right. But uh, it's 700 goals. I mean, yeah, we're not going to see that. With a leprechaun
0: while. step as well, which is <laughs> extra impressive. I'm sure there's so many. What a run-up. I'm, sure I'm, I'm, oh, I'm sure that I'm sure there's so many people who have went to a footy oval and have tried to emulate that.
2: Just and to it, see how it works. Yeah,
0: because I reckon when people's goal-kicking starts to go astray, they actually try it. And and oh. it's a it's a whole mental thing, but it actually sometimes allows people to kick better. I I remember though there was there was one season where it did get very dramatic. I don't want to I don't want to chuck dirt on him now that he's retired, no, but there gonna, was there was one that. season there where it got very extreme yeah. stutter, you know. Yes. But he, he he got it in check, and and he was one of the best players on the ground. If if it wasn't for Luke Shuey winning the the best on ground uh, during that twenty eighteen grand final, I tell you what, Josh Kennedy, uh, kicked the most goals on the day. He would have been right up there with one of the best for that twenty eighteen victory. So one of the 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 game's great. Going to be thoroughly missed and a very good send-off Thank you,
2: Josh Kennedy, for an incredible career and incredible entertainment for us footy fans. Uh, That's going to wrap up the round of footy. Join us again on Friday when Sam sits at his desk (laughs) and he sits pressing the buttons and ringing the siren and all that. He'll break down round 22 for us all. But in the meantime, I think we're going to need to start wrapping up the show here, Michael. And what we're going to do, we're going to take a two-minute break. We're going to take a two-minute break. And we're going to then talk about just the uh, pretty much the final day of, wrap events up the, Commonwealth of the Commonwealth Games, Games absolutely in Birmingham. A few things that both you and I did actually stay up this morning for to watch. So we'll break that down in just yes, a second. we will. But my final message to most of the top eight teams on the ladder... And I'm going to aim this particularly at Carlton fans, Collingwood fans, Melbourne fans. I don't even say to a certain extent Brisbane fans. Oh, here we go. I'm getting a the feeling there's got to be a great deal of paranoia going about the <laughs> supporter base, perhaps even the players themselves, because their final spots are on the line. And, you know, paranoia, it runs rife this time of year. It does. It a bit does. like this I Prevail song that's going to uh. get a bit more extreme here. It's called Paranoid. You're listening to the Sports Desk right here on CIM. I am Paranoid. Can you feel the tension in the sporting world right now, Michael? You're joined by Jason. James has left the studio, He's but he left pearls out. of wisdom. You can check that out on the yes, podcast awesome. later on over at our social sports desk. Sin, Gold jacket. And also from the Omni page, which actually distributes to Apple Podcasts and Spotify as well. It Michael, does. So you won't miss a second. Nothing. Day Sports Desk. You don't miss nothing. And now we're going to wrap things up with the Commonwealth Games.
0: Yes, we are. Wow.
2: What a incredible... Just under two weeks for
0: Australia, of course. They are top of the medal tally. 66 gold, 55 silver, 53 bond. Bronze, and a total of 174 medals, if you don't mind. England came in second. Gee, they gave us a little bit of a run for our money towards the end there, particularly with their strength in the cycling. They finish on the tally with 166 in second. Canada, 91 in third. And New Zealand, 48, punching above their weight, as they usually do. And to round out the top five, India finished with 55 medals and 18 gold. Gee, Australia, They got their 1,000th gold medal, if you don't mind, in history during wow. this Olympic Games, or should I say Come Commonwealth games. games. I'm getting ahead of myself here, but geez, how good was it? Um, to recap some of our uh, victories over the weekend, uh, the one that... Stood out for me was uh, the uh, the well. To be honest, the, there's so many that you can pick from here. But for me personally, the Diamonds uh, in the Super Netball or, or the regular Netball, as we call it they they were seriously impressive uh, because the team that they bet, uh, Jamaica, they actually bet them in the pool game. So a lot of people were unsure whether the uh, Diamonds could replicate their good form previously and actually beat Jamaica because, uh, they've got a very talented player in Fowler up forward there for Jamaica and she was giving Australia a lot of headaches in that pool game, but clearly they learnt their lesson and they played extremely well. 55-51 victory, if you don't mind. It was a very close game towards the end there. Um, but Australia become the first country to, to reach four figures on the penultimate day of the competition in Birmingham, which yielded seven gold as a part of their 19 medal haul to stay well clear at the top of the tally, so that was very, very well done. But yeah, the, the diamonds they were incredibly impressive. And Jace, what were some of your highlights of the final day?
2: Well, I wanted to break down because I stayed up for this one. Uh, not necessarily a grand victory, but I would say I was I was interested in uh, how the hockey ruse would go in the final yes. against England. It was I again one of my softer spots for in terms of uh, sports that don't normally get mainstream cover is hockey, and it was I was excited to see how they would go, but I was very proud of the efforts that the ladies put in uh, in their two-one defeat to England in the yes. final. So they walk away with the silver medal, and I mean Australia are always kicking butt. In the in the hockey uh, at a at a world stage, which was exciting to see. But no, they had a really good run. You know, they had, they defeated Scotland two 0 and they were on a collision course with in India that they managed to mm. eke out the victory with. And uh, yeah, they couldn't quite get it done in the final, but they were able to at least stage a run. Because I need to give full props to the England defence. They were under yes. siege in the final quarter. Like Fifteen minutes of hockey needed to be played, and it was in the f- the forward third of. Um, of the uh, hockey brews for a good seven minutes straight, like half of that quarter was taking place in that forward in that forward third, and it was unrelenting. But they managed to hold off, and it was quite inspiring to see. Despite the fact I'm, you know, I'm I'm, I'm cheering on the hockey brews and I'm hoping they can break through. <laughs>
0: but it was it was so sturdy. Yeah, it was. It was very well done from them. They, yeah you got kudos to england they played extremely well uh, hockey roos were expected to win that gold medal so you know it's a great victory to be able to do that and as you mentioned On there, home they, turf too yes exactly exactly and that that home crowd factor is is a factor definitely it, it has helped england out quite a few times in this commonwealth games but i tell you what also helped was bringing in 2020 into this year's Commonwealth Games because Australia just, you know, casually have the number one ranked team in the world in T20 women's. And you know what they did? They just continued their winning form. They were so impressive. Uh, Talia McGrath... This- this, this is a funny story. This is something I haven't heard uh, since the pandemic hit. She could not celebrate with her team because she tested positive for COVID-19 before the game. But because things are so relaxed over in England, she was able to play just... Making sure that she kept her distance. So when she really? took a catch, when she took a catch towards the end of the game, she takes a catch. All of her teammates just want to jump on her, get around her. She just puts out the hands and goes, "No girls, <laughs> no girls." You know, I'm just socially a positive COVID te- positive COVID person,
2: person <laughs> played, played a gold medal winning cricket game. Yeah. <laughs> impressive. What are they doing over I
0: know, there They must have had a bucket of sanitizer to put the ball in or something. But yeah, what did
2: they do with the ball after incredible. that? That's, that is actually a major question I want answered.
0: It's, it's, what did they do to that? It's something that I'm unaware of, but I I've, can't say I've really heard of that before, but look, you know, England, they, they have they have relaxed their rules, and as a result, yeah. you get to see free-flowing competition, so I suppose that's what you want to see, but look, if the athlete's really sick and, and is really infectious, you, you don't want to see them play, but certainly it was nice, the fact that she was out there, but it did it did pose a couple of questions, and it did look a bit awkward at times, but look, the Aussies get the win it's an impressive win against India in the gold medal match, as we mentioned 8 for 161, one. India were 152 all out chasing uh, Beth Mooney um, she's been around for a while, but she's continues to do great things for Australia. She made 61 off 41 balls. Uh, Ash Gardner, again, had a very good game, three for 16, and Megan Shute with two for 27. So really, really special team. They just continue to tick goals and continue to win. They are going to be a force to reckon with for future years. And if they do keep T20 in, uh, which I do hope they do because it was was a very entertaining campaign for for all the teams involved, um, it certainly... Gives an extra edge to that team sport in the Commonwealth Games, which we like to see. Yep,
2: long may it continue. We say yes. sports desk. Uh, this is something you also did stay up for, Michael, because you told me this before the show. I so did. L- I, I thought did. let's wrap this up with this particular moment. There's no gold medals here, but I do think it is worth you know celebrating the athletes that managed to come this far. First things first, I did want to talk about the women's 1500 metre middle ah, distance event one, yes, that took yes. place. Uh, it was Scotland's Laura Muir who took away the gold in this race at 4 minutes, 2 seconds, 75. And uh, what I do want to give away is uh, the, the bronze. Let's give kudos to the bronze yes, medalist, Abby yes. Caldwell... Uh, from really an underdog uh, podium finish, finishing with a time of 4 minutes 4 seconds 79. And it was just a wonderful sight to see because it was... uh, The commentary team were uh, talking about... They were emphasising on the point that it was a very trial-by-fire race for her. And to eke out a bronze medal on such a stage is just admirable.
0: It really is. It's, it's so impressive. And again, you know, a lot of these, these really great stories come out of the Commonwealth Games where you just hear people who were just about to give up on their careers completely. And, you know, some people who hadn't been in sport for that long or, or had been doing a completely different career, they come out and they're able to medal. And I think that's one of the most important parts, one of the most compelling
2: aspects of the Commonwealth Games. Jason, good shout out. Mm. And the main event certainly was the men's 800 with Peter Bowl running for gold but he had to take on a world champion runner to try and do it. And he ended up taking away the silver, and uh, they cut the shots off the family, celebrating like a World (laughs) Cup had been run. So there is absolutely no love lost at all for Peter Ball's performance, taking away a silver medal in the 800 metres men's 1 minute 47.66, which was actually only just 14 milliseconds away from the gold medalist, the Kenyan Wilcliffe Kinyaml. 147.52, 147.52, but there was a lot of re- there was a lot of respect given between both. It was a it was a stride for stride race. Also, uh, England's Ben Patterson took away the bronze, one minute 48.25. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this stops the nation to anyone who is willing to stay awake watching you were uh, do you watch it live Michael you were telling me before the show
0: yeah look it, it was it was one of those races um for 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 Peter Boll is that the one we're specifically talking we're about talking Peter Boll, Yeah, we're talking yes. Peter Boll I mean he he ran an incredible trial uh he just had the race on his terms uh he likes to run it at his pace he, he often likes to lead um, all of the all all of the runners there, and then he likes to pip forward and uh, pretty much just stretch the comp. But this wasn't his race. They uh, the Kenyan runner, you know, to their credit, they were almost walking the first lap, and then you know they did a massive sprint at the end. And unfortunately for Peter, he just was behind the pace. But he yeah, put up a
2: good fight. But to he get did up
0: there. put a very yeah, good it's a fight. Close in. finish. It, it absolutely is. And you know, at the end of the day, it, it, that's what it comes down to. You know, it might be a day, it might not be a day. Um, the race. That he was up against is an extremely good champion from Kenya. So, you know, that that has to be considered 100%. But the middle that I want to talk about, a guy called Oliver Uh Hoare. He has created history. Uh, He has been the first runner, I think it has been since Herb Elliott, to win the 1500. And we're talking, you know, 50 plus years. Now, Hoare was sitting fourth when the field entered the final straight and he pipped. Kenya's Timothy Cherot to win gold. And it was just one of the greatest runs that you'll see. And very well called, by the way, by legendary commentator Bruce McEvaney. Oh, I missed yeah, voice just, once I heard it. But this was just one where all of Australia were up and about because... It was remarkable. You know, there was, he he was not expected to win this and he came from behind to do it. And that's a very hard thing to do in such a talented field. So, Ollie Hall, watch the name for the future. He, He has enshrined himself into Commonwealth Games history. Um, if he's able to replicate this in a couple of years' time in Paris, then, you know, he'll go down as an all, all-time great. But this was an amazing moment for Australian sport.
2: As monumental. Bruce McEvaney
0: famously said in this call, it was fantastic.
2: Hey, monumental. I feel very warm, very comfy and very... Uh, <laughs> I feel at ease, you know. Yes. I, I, I Contents too soft of a word, too... Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't. It's maybe a bit more of a negative connotation here. It's a wonderful feeling. It is hearing this news and I think that is the perfect way to end uh, our Monday sports desk. So it again, is. we'll break we'll break down some more sports, maybe yeah, uh, yeah we'll, we've that's the Commonwealth Games wrapped up, so that's our coverage done. So we'll just preview round 22 on Friday with Sam at the desk and uh,
0: yeah, we Michael. will. We will. Yes, Kel- I just want to say one more big shout out, Kelsey Lee Barber, uh, gold medal in uh, in the javelin. Incredible oh, uh, yes. performance from her and teammate Mackenzie Little as well. She she got a, um, a a PB, which is which is fantastic for her, and she came second. So grabbed the silver medal there as well. So you know that's a that's another great um shout out there to to our to our javelin throwers they had a really good day and again it was just raining gold medals on that final day for the Aussies mm-hmm. beach volleyball as well the men's uh, the, the 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 men's team there for australia did an incredible good uh, incredible incredible performance there and uh the women's 3 meter springboard as well we won gold there and uh, as we mentioned before, the uh, the netball was was a fantastic win. The so netball, yes. It's an incredible all round performance by the Aussies in Commonwealth like Games.
2: These really make you feel so proud to know you can watch these elite level athletes on your TV screens doing some of the best performances in, that sport has to offer, and you can sit back there and and proudly say my country produced that. Yep. There's nothing better than that, and that's the type can't take it away from you. That's the type of passion that I think keeps us all as you know sports fanatics as we are, and that's the perfect way to wrap it up. I would it say, is. Michael, so I think so. We would like to thank you very much for uh, joining us here on the sports desk here on your Monday afternoon, and uh, we'll hopefully we can hear you again on Friday with Sam at his desk. He's going to take his lovely buttons back. He is, Michael. You're <laughs> going to be previewing um, round 22 for the AFL. and We don't. Um, who knows what other sports we're going to be covering. <sighs> Uh, this Friday. Dragon Boat Racing, we might
0: cover it, potentially.
2: Yeah, well, hey, we'll see it. Oh, and uh, I forgot to actually tell James yes. about the Lawn Bowls. You all know what happened. You all know that England defeated Australia uh. in the Lawn Bowls 14-12, <laughs> but now that James has left, he doesn't know.
0: He can he can still live with the reality that they that they won in the Lawn Bowls. So, yeah, that, we that's, just have to
2: keep the illusion impressive. up now, because this illusion. is going to be re- released as a podcast yeah, later we'll on, be... on your favourite podcast platform, whether have it's to Spotify, it out. Apple Podcasts, or, you know, you can check out our links. <laughs> Facebook and Instagram, but we just need to hide this away from Jim as much as possible, just to keep this. We uh, do this. Uh, yeah, the smoke and mirrors up.
0: absolutely. So if
2: you if you listeners can keep a secret with us, <laughs> we will be profoundly thankful <laughs> oh, and geez. grateful for your support in keeping this. Uh, in keeping uh, th- this, uh, I'm trying to work it out because it's not really propaganda or anything like that. It's <laughs> no, not. It's isn't. less damaging than that. No, but
0: definitely. But but look, he he will find out one day um but not today that's for not sure today. hey just finally big v results um for the RMIT Redbacks unfortunately uh two losses away from home this weekend but the fortunate thing is for the women's, because they finish third on the ladder, they get a second chance this weekend, if you don't mind, at 7pm at the RMIT Sports Centre. So, get around the That's women.
2: The RMIT campus in Bundoora, everyone. They are incredibly
0: not, you know. impressive. Incredibly impressive. So, not counting them out for a second. Look, the men had a really good season. Um, there were 500 plus people at Shepparton on the weekend to watch them play and the That's Shepparton and Gators got over the line by I think it was about 21 points in the end. So, Great victory from them. They continue, but eliminated for the Redback men, but they had a really good season. And they'll be back in future years, Jason, no doubt about that. But uh, that's all from me. It's been a pleasure.
2: On that note, I think it's time for us to head on our bikes and get out of this studio uh, for the boys yes. coming up right now on Sin. So the push bike
1: song. Let's play hey, let's the show with
2: that. Let's Here do it. Here it is right now. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you Friday. Woo!